This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to an all-new episode of the Talks with Taylor Hendricks podcast with yours truly exclusively on Russo'sBrand.com with Channel Attitude. Um, today I am joined by two very special guests. The first one is Salem Saberhagen, who is also known as Lieutenant Fuzzy Butt on my Instagram. Uh, you'll see him frequenting uh, my Instagram stories or uh, my Instagram page for my animals, which is Slinky and Friends underscore. Um, you'll find Scooby Doo there, Slinky the Weenie, Sally Sausage, uh, Lieutenant Fuzzy Butt. Yeah and so many more of my adorable adventures with my furry friends. Um, it is always a crazy fun adventure in Taylor's Tiny House on Wheels. You never know where I'm going to be, where I'll end up, what's going on, but all I do know is every single day we are filled with lots of laughter, love, adventures, um, wagging tails, kisses, and lots of fur. So that is my daily reality, but Honestly, <laughs> I would not change it for the world. Um, now with that set aside, um, I'm always, yeah, I'm always gushing about all my little babies, my little baby boy over here. Uh, <coughs> I just want to say thank you so much to everyone at Russo's Brand, as well as all my fans in the Taylor Army who have been, <sighs> you guys have just been so amazingly patient. I was dealing with a major unexpected family emergency. It was just awful. Uh, the last couple weeks. So now my family member is home out of the hospital and I am helping to take care of them while they heal and get better. Um, it was a very scary situation that was very touch and go. Hence the hiatus pretty much um, from all of my social media platforms. Like I have barely seen anything for almost three weeks now. I think, you know, uh, it's just been it just been nuts from the last minute flights to, you know, uh, get from here to there. I was on a business trip and then I get a phone call. It's just been a whole big thing. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I love working for Russo's brand is because I think out of everyone that I work with, they are some of the most amazingly supportive people that I get the pleasure and honor of working with. So I just want to give a huge shout out to them. Um, they're always trying to, you know, be accommodating, but also, you know, just be human beings you know i think i think we've gotten so used to the lack of empathy in today's society that you know people just get so used to being heartless and cold and unkind and i really do love the people on russo's brand because they they do such an amazing job of in their own unique ways bringing kindness back into humankind and and i really appreciate that sort of energy so i just want to give a shout out to all of my fans and everybody at russo's brand and all the listeners there goes salem uh who you know have just been so patient and so kind i already thanked y'all on my youtube channel um but you know i just also want to thank you guys here as well um we have a little different setup today uh the guys i am in love with these black and white stripes like can we just talk about those for one second please um legit i found this paper i am remodeling my tiny house on wheels and i found this paper and i was so excited um you know people probably think it's just for halloween i mean like look at this cute little you know like you know, over here but no honestly this is totally my aesthetic and my personality i'm so i'm so in love with it highly recommend this peel and stick wallpaper i got it on amazon it was super effective super easy i am not sponsored by them at all 
just really love the wallpaper. <laughs> so I am so excited. It is my favorite time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's fall. I know the lighting's not great and I know the sound isn't great this week. I know sound is sometimes a struggle for us anyway because I'm not tech savvy, but I do want to give, you know, just, you know, uh, my apologies where I think that they're due. I've always been a person that is a firm believer in taking accountability. If I mess up, I'll say, hey, y'all, I messed up. Here's how I messed up. I'm sorry. And the best apology is change behavior. So I'll try not to do it again. Or I'll try to improve the best way I can look up the best information and try to, you know, act accordingly. That's just always been the person that I am. And so today, you know, with this rushed episode, that's already late. I'm just trying to do the best I can while I kind of navigate helping to take care of my family member and catch up on these several weeks worth of work that I am extremely behind on, which again, thank you so much, Russo's brand. <laughs> like they have just come in so clutch. I don't even know if people say that anymore, but oh well, I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, we are in full, you know, Taylor's on the ranch mode <laughs> today. I also want to give a shout out to guys, check out this doggy chew toy. Ah! Oh my gosh, like yes. As I am talking about it right now, I have Sally Sausage who's on the floor looking up at me like, Mommy, can I chew it yet? And I'm like, no, I gotta show it on my podcast. <laughs> Guys, uh, my mom, Mama Hendrix, got this because she knows I am such a huge uh, like horror fan, but I'm like crazy huge into Beetlejuice, which isn't even really horror, but still, I, it's just, it's totally my vibe. Like, I can't even, I can't, in the words of my little cousin, uh, I just, I can't even. <laughs> She's amazing. I love her. She's going to be a vet, vet someday. Anyways, guys, this chew toy from BJ's Wholesale, like, oh my gosh, this was sent to me in the mail from my mom. I cannot wait to, I like, I almost don't want my dogs to chew it. Like, I'm, <laughs> but it's so cute. I'm going to try to get footage of it, but like, seriously, how cute is this? And there's like, I'll cut off this tag before I give it to them, but you know, oh, it does squeak. Oh, well, I just found that out. But yeah, they are going to love this. My wiener dogs are going to be so excited. Um, it's not going to last too long because one of them is a savage. Uh, he's the destroyer of all things fun when it comes to toys. Um, his record was like 41 seconds. Like he is legit a savage. Anyway, <laughs> I cannot wait. Like how cute is that? Ah! Okay. Moving on to other news, um, I also wanted to give a shout out to this brand, LMNT. I'm going to zoom in here for you guys. Um, I do a lot of traveling and it's very easy to get dehydrated. And sometimes regular water just doesn't cut it because it lacks all of the good nutrients in natural waters and <laughs> is filled with so many different chemicals like chlorine, arsenic, and, you know, um, all kinds of just terrible uh, cancer-causing genotoxic chemicals. So what I like to do when I am feeling like I am just getting like ragged or my body just doesn't feel quite right, or I know I'm going to go into an environment that's going to have a lot of germs where a lot of people get sick. Like at Shimmer, they used to call it like the Shim virus because every Shimmer weekend, all kinds of girls would be getting sick. And then all other girls would get sick because you have multiple matches a day and you're, you're in close quarters with each other and you're, you're wrestling. Um, and luckily I never once got sick at Shimmer. Um, and this is one of the reasons why getting like really high end minerals into my actual water. Most people are, are 
deficient in some pretty key nutrients that are essential to your overall health. And guys, no, I am not sponsored by this brand at all. I just really love it. So I wanted to share that with all of you guys. Um, because we talk a lot about being a part of other people's survival guide. And I think one of the ways to do that is share things that work for us and don't work for us. Um, and last but not least is this brand, Wellpath Renew. I'm going to zoom in over here. I found this little guy on Amazon. I've been using it for the last couple of years. This is great for people that have arthritis or stiff joints or injuries because once you're injured once you know that's you know a very prone area for you with changing of the weather you know what like you know back in the day when you were a kid and somebody would be like oh it's gonna rain you know <laughs> like, like that like that's an actual thing um so i know that i have some people in my family on this as well as myself and you know being a wrestler since i was 17 and you know just that wear and tear on the body that a lot of professional athletes go through and just day-to-day -day life if you are someone that has you know repetitive movements like working on a computer you get like carpal tunnel arthritis and all kinds of stuff in like your wrists your fingers and all kinds of stuff some people develop trigger finger um some people that are of specifically like portuguese descent and i think there's a couple other descents as well that are genetically preconditioned to something called Dupertrans, which is in the nodules here. Like stuff like this can help ease pain and make you feel better. It's great for your digestion, uh, great for your joints and so much. And again, I am not <laughs> sponsored by them. I'm not receiving any money. I just happen to really love their product. And so I talk to you guys a lot when we do Q and A's for this podcast and on my YouTube channel, we talk so much about different experiences on the road, being a professional athlete or being a female on the road with safety tips. And we talk about, you know, different injuries and the wrestling business and I think we don't talk enough about how this is the one body you were going to have like this is your your vessel right so and we need to figure out how to better take care of these things especially with so many different cancers in our age group on the rise um a lot of people don't realize how many things you're coming into contact with every single day that are actually toxic for you some of which actually cause breakdowns in your dna that you are passing on so I like to kind of talk about these things and kind of, you know, just share stuff I found that works. Not necessarily stuff that I want to shove down your throat because I'm sponsored by them or whatever. I know. Um, so yeah. Uh, next up on the docket is a quick little update about Lucha Patron. So I'm working so hard with my doctors to try and potentially wrestle on this event. I'm super excited. Um, even if I don't get to wrestle, I will still be there. So I hope to see all of you there. Uh, the next live event is going to be huge. It is kicking off in Petaluma, California, live on October 14th. Uh, you have... I think this is probably one of their most stacked cards. You've got uh, Drago. You've got Samurai Del Sol, who's formerly WWE's Kalisto. You've got Super Mex Hernandez, Lucha Underground's Ricky Mandel. You've got myself. You've got Adventures in Science. You've got Big MF, Michael Sean, uh, The Return of El Pecador. Uh, you know, you've got just, there's just so many. You've got um, Alex Ace. You've got Sledge. You've got Big Fonz, Chemo. So many amazing superstars are going to be on the show live for Lucha Patron on October 14th. So I highly, highly recommend you check it out. They are a top five indie and it is probably the best locker room I've ever been in. I truly enjoy that experience. So check it out, luchapatron.com slash tickets. Every ticket purchase helps food families in need. I believe that, that Lucha Patron, since it came about, has produced uh, through various food banks, I believe it's something like over 141,000 meals to families in need. That's insane. Tell me another indie, indie company that's done anything close to that. I'll wait. I won't though, because they haven't. <laughs> uh, 
uh, last but not least is a twofer that, and then we'll take our first break of the episode now that I'm done clowning around here. <laughs> I want to give a huge shout out to everybody that's been so patient uh, with cameos. I am going to get back on the app and go through the backlog of all the people that have been so nice to rebook while I've been going through this. And some people that I'm giving um, some videos to free who for free who had to rebook a couple times, but then I still wasn't able to do them because of the, uh, the emergency that I had to uh, deal with. So I'm going to get on those uh, probably later this weekend. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for those and get in yours if you want to get in a personal cameo from me. Every Cameo helps we donate to various charities like the OG of Amazingness, St. Jude's Hospital, Wounded Warriors Project, the ASPCA, and so much more. So definitely join me. As we get closer to the holidays, I will also be doing uh, Toys for Tots with my cameos. So definitely check it out. Last but not least is something I have not done in a hot minute. I am so excited. So I'm getting ready to do a brand new photo shoot. I have not done one in forever because I was injured with this this little guy. Oh, and there goes my notebook right on to Sally Sausage. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> I am doing an 8x10 mystery grab. So any of my fans who want to do this, I am clearing out my little case. I have like this like I don't know what you'd call it, but it's like this cute professional case full of 8x10s that are some of my personal favorites. And now that I can do my signature again, I want to get some of my 8x10s out to you and make space for brand new ones. So here's the deal. Um, I am doing an 8x10 mystery grab. What that includes is for $30, you are going to get several signed 8x10s that are personalized from me to you. You are also going to uh, enter into a chance to win a limited edition t-shirt signed by me for you. This includes shipping. And you are also entered into win some of my brand new 8x10s for free. So that's all that you get. Uh, I think it's a really awesome deal for $30. So you've got several 8x10s signed by me for you. Includes free shipping around the globe. And you also get the opportunity to earn a limited edition t-shirt, which is not available on Pro Wrestling Tees, so only through me. And you get entered into the chance to win some of my brand new photos once my brand new photo shoot gets released. Um, if you want to join in for that, here's what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to send $30 to PayPal. You're going to PayPal taylorhendricks at yahoo.com. In the notes section, you want to make sure I get your full amount, so make sure you do friends and family. And what you're going to want to do in the notes, you're going to put your name, you're doing the mystery uh, 8x10 grab, and you're going to put your shipping address, your full shipping address, and who you want the 8x10 signed to, so I can make sure it has your name on it with a personal message from me. And also put your shirt size in, because you never know if I might be able to send you your exact size. If I can't, I'll make sure it's signed with my signature on it, so you can keep it as a collector item, if you so choose. Now we're going to get into a brand new Hollywood News update. We have not done one of these in a hot minute, so I'm really excited. So first off, um, um, first up on the docket is Drew Barrymore. Now, I find this news, I don't know if this is a hit or a miss. So we're going to continue to save that brand new segment for later on in the show. And we're just going to discuss this aspect for what it is, okay? It seems like ever since 2020, that like, I don't know, that mob mentality <coughs> and cancel culture of backlash just seems to get more and more toxic in my opinion. Now, this is my opinion. I'm not saying it's a fact. It's just how I see it, right? <coughs> but who knows? So what's up with Drew Barrymore? Here it is. Drew Barrymore, um, she was finally getting her show back on track after receiving tons of backlash for bowing down on her hands and knees to TikToker Dylan Mulvaney. Well, now that her show has officially gotten back on track to what it was supposed to be about and very positive, the Drew Barrymore show is now receiving more backlash in a new round 
yet again. And this time it is because um, she is reversing her decision to resume her show. Now, in case you don't know or you don't really care, but you kind of just want to hear me talk, basically what's going on is um, amidst the, you know, the WGA strike, the writer's strike, where they want to be paid for and compensated for their work and fair conditions and all this other stuff and not have AI do their jobs for them, just like, you know, the, the illustrators and all this other stuff and actors. Well, uh, Drew Barrymore cited her show as more of a news show, which therefore would not, you know, cross the WGA picket lines. Well, she received a lot of backlash for this. And a lot of people actually say that her show does not qualify as a news show. And so therefore, Drew Barrymore is reversing her decision uh, to resume her show during the strike. Um, you know, I, I feel... How do I want to phrase this? Uh, I'm like trying to think to myself out loud on the fly here. I feel like... I feel like part of the toxicity of cancel culture and backlash as a whole, whether it's online or in person, but more people are tend to be more gutsy online as opposed to in person, um, is that they, they only judge you by that moment or that one mistake or that one key topic. It's like they negate and erase anything good about you or anything good that you've ever done, right? So... Do I think her show is a news show? No, I do not. I think it's more of a talk show, like a Kelly Clarkson show, Wendy Williams, or something like that. I, except I, th I feel like maybe Wendy Williams did a little bit more news than Drew Barrymore. Um, so yeah, I agree to an extent that her show isn't really a news show per se. It's more of a talk show. It's a fluff show uh, that kind of makes you feel good. Um, for the most part and it talks about different things so it's interesting it appeals to a lot of people but isn't a new show i i would say no i would bring down the gavel and say no sorry honey um but do i feel like you know drew barrymore has overcome a lot to do a lot of good despite you know the cards that she was dealt absolutely she has done years and years and years of philanthropy and so for people to just backlash her on this one decision i feel is unfair now is it maybe lacking tact in a sense, to continue your show during a strike? Yeah. But if she does, you know, halt her show, there are some people that are not a part of the WGA strike that now lose the ability to provide for their families because of Drew Barrymore receiving backlash for doing her show. And I feel like people don't really think about the flip side of the coin all that much. They just see everything in black and white when not everything in the world is black and white, right? So I don't know. I feel like this is, uh, I feel like it's a double-edged sword and I feel like more people need to take a look at both sides of the coin before they necessarily just, you know, jump to tear somebody down and cancel their entire career. Uh, what do you guys think? I want I want to hear from you on that because this is a topic that happens in wrestling, um, you know, in the comic book realm and with actors and business owners and sports teams and players and franchises. This is this is actually a topic that can appeal and be applicable for almost anyone in this digital age that we're living in. Next up on the docket is cave.comic. So the account on Instagram, cave.comic, um, they have done this really cool ranking where they took all of the live action Superman actors and ranked them from worst portrayal of Superman to the best portrayal of Superman. And I want to hear from you. Do you agree with this list? And if you don't, how would you switch it up? I want to hear from you. I think these are really fun. I love doing these on YouTube. So here we go. Cave.comics has ranked the live action Superman actors uh, from worst to best. So remember that worst to best. Here we go. Coming in at number nine as the worst portrayal of Superman in a live action um, in live action is Nicolas Cage. 
<laughs> Oof. <laughs> but you know, I feel like he's laughing all the way to the bank, so I think he's okay. <laughs> but coming in at number eight is Kirk Allen. Coming in at number seven is Dean Kane. Coming in at number six is George Reeves. Coming in at number five is Brandon Rouse. Did I say that right? I don't know. <laughs> Coming in at number four, I was really happy about this because I actually did like his portrayal. Um, and sometimes when I'm feeling nostalgic and want to feel like I did when I was like younger, I'll watch the show. So coming in at number four for Cave.comics rankings of worst to best live action Superman portrayals is Tom Welling. Number four is Tom Welling. I really loved Smallville. Um, coming in at number three is Tyler Hoechlin. Hoechlin? H-O-E-C-L-I-N. Uh, yeah, I, I've actually never heard of, of him, so I apologize. Coming in at number two in the uh, worst to best ranked um, actors portraying a live action Superman is Henry Cavill. And coming in at number one as Cave.comics best portrayal of live action Superman is none other than Christopher Reeve. All right, I want to hear from you. What did you think? The worst portrayal of Superman in a live action uh, film and show is Nicolas Cage and the best is Christopher Reeve. I want to hear from you. What did you think of this list from Cave.comic? Moving right along in the news is some more stuff with DC. Aquaman 2, which is Aquaman The Lost Kingdom, which is the sequel film, is set to be released in less than 95 days, guys. And so far, we have not seen any significant promotion, be it trailers, marketing, search engine optimization, or even traffic generation. Nothing, really. Nothing really of note that would cause a significant amount of traffic to be heading for it. Like, oh my god, we gotta see Aquaman 2. We've gotta see Aquaman The Lost Kingdom. We haven't really seen any of that so far. So I'm wondering if Aquaman is getting caught up in a lot of the stuff going on with Disney and Warner Brothers and sorry. <laughs> if, <laughs> not Disney, but you get the idea. But there is a lot of stuff going on with Disney as well. Um, so Warner Brothers has yet to release any of this type of significant content that would drive up traffic to make people want to spend their hard-earned money to see Aquaman The Lost Kingdom. Now, they have already suffered, you know, bad PR with keeping Amber Heard, um, uh, you know, involved with the project at all. I think that was a, a bad take, bad move, uh, in my opinion. They've also had numerous reshoots with the film, and they also had underwhelming reactions from um, their test audiences. So I wonder if they are going to use this as a tax write-off. I mean, if you have something going to theater, you usually spend a ton of your actual budget or a separate budget entirely on your marketing. So uh I don't know. I mean, with your film set to be released on December 20th of this year, you would think that we've already been seeing like at least two trailers by now, but we, we haven't really seen anything significant, have we? So I think that that is very interesting and, and indicative of what's going on with a lot of these films right now and a lot of these platforms. So speaking of platforms, and we've talked a lot about, you know, underperforming platforms, um, the upping of prices, content not performing, too much content, not enough quality quality control, really interesting earnings calls with CEOs of publicly traded companies like Disney. And so there's a lot going on with this stuff, right? Well, Disney is back in the fold yet again. This time, it's for something very, very naughty, very naughty, very naughty, especially as somebody who dabbles in the stock market. I was like, hmm, hmm. So what am I talking about? Here it is. 
Apparently, Disney is being hit again, and this time they are being sued by several investors uh, for, quote, lying, um, for lying about their losses uh, from the Disney Plus platform. See? See what's going on? The lawsuit alleges and claims that Disney Plus lied, or Disney executives lied, about the platform being able to achieve profitability by the end of 2024. This specifically cites the former CEO, uh, Bob Chapek. So not the current CEO, a former CEO, but this stuff is still lingering on with the new CEO who had to do some interesting tap dancing on one of their last earnings calls that we have talked about on this podcast. So this is not spelling well for the platform, um, especially with other platforms also taking hits like the Max app, which had the Flash drastically underperforming. It wasn't even keeping up with the numbers from Black Adam 2. I mean, Black Adam, not Black Adam 2, but Black Adam, which also underperformed. Um, and then you've got Blue Beetle underperforming and then the Max app itself after the merger, um, to, uh, Netflix making some questionable decisions and forcing their clients to, their patrons to pay more and then with the ad stuff and then now they're, you know, doing two-part series instead of giving you the whole entire season at once, which is something they were known for that people loved. So there's just a lot to unpack with this current situation. So as more comes about, we will definitely keep you updated. Um, to switch it up a little bit, we're going to talk about the OG, uh, I, I love this guy's work. Like, seriously, like, it would be goals to work for him. Like, I think just, I don't know, his brain, his his artistic style, and I just, I've always loved Tim Burton. Like, I have just always loved pretty much everything Tim Burton. I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, ever since I was a little girl, just always loved it. Anyway, Tim Burton was recently making headlines as he slammed AI artwork. He said, quote, it's like a robot taking your, hum uh, hu your humanity as my drink gets. Thank you, Sally Sausage. <laughs> Tiny house on wheels, everybody. So basically he, um, excuse me. Uh, he said, it's quote, it's like, it's like a robot taking your humanity, your soul. And I think this comes at a very interesting time where you have AI taking over more and more and more jobs. I mean, you have a strike in Hollywood going on right now about AI, but I think it's more to do with, you know, a certain island that has a certain infamous list. So then they can claim that stuff isn't real. It's AI and it's not, you know, it's a deep fake. I don't know. I think there's something suspicious about that, but I can't go into too much detail because, you know, I don't want to be censored and, you know, <laughs> everything else. But I feel like it has more to do with that. But you are seeing a lot more uh, of people like Tim Burton who have made their careers in this industry t talking about AI and how they feel like it's soulless and I mean in a way it is uh, you know and and how it's 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 a threat to our very humanity I mean the grandfather of AI who spent his entire life developing AI and discovering its its potential implications and all this stuff saying he regrets his life's work he regrets his life's work um so I think this is definitely something that we should be paying more attention to so good on Tim Burton uh, for saying that, I mean, it's not really going to do much, but like at least he's, you know, drawing a clear line in the sand here for everybody to see as far as where he stands. <clears throat> Next up is Microsoft. So for all of you that are gaming fans, this is for you. This is just a little little blip here. Uh, Microsoft is apparently introducing something that I don't know. I don't I don't know if I like this. I don't know if I like its potential implications here, just like I don't like that centralized digital banking. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't really like this, but I'm not the biggest gamer. So all of my people that are on Twitch and, and streaming video games and reviewing video games on YouTube and all this other stuff, I will toss this question to you. How do you feel about it? So Microsoft is introducing basically an Xbox MasterCard. And it basically promises to convert your points to game purchases. Uh, you can earn card points for every $1 you spend with bonus points for your Microsoft Store products, streaming services, and food delivery. What are your thoughts on this? I want to hear from you guys who deal more in that realm on a day-to-day -day basis. I like to, you know, field some, field some softballs over to people whose actual expertise it is or know a little bit more about it than I do. I promise I will have more glitzy glam stuff going on for you next week uh, for next week's episode. But, you know, right now we're just trying to get back to the new norm um, and do the best we can with everything that I am currently dealing with and all the catch up I've been trying to do the last couple weeks with work and, you know, everything and kind of just getting situated. So I really do appreciate you guys sticking with me and my my working with animals on a farm. <laughs> um, I really appreciate it. All right. So. <clears throat> Here are some world news updates. All right, here we go. First up is Italy. And I want to say kudos to Italy. I hope that more countries do this. Um, I know, obviously, with all the funding coming from a you-know-who, the U.S. probably won't do this, but I'm really fingers... Wait, I still can't really cross my own fingers because of my surgery, but fingers crossed that the U.S. does this too. It's, it's little joys in life, guys. Little goals. Okay. Italy has become the first country to ban the sale and production of lab-grown meat. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. When you find out the small percentage of methane and everything else that comes from cows, you get very angry at the fact that they're proposing to slaughter hundreds of thousands of innocent and not even for you know, food and sustenance like old cultures used to. No, they're just killing them to kill them because apparently it's bad for the environment. And when you find out like what little percentage they actually contribute, it'll make you so disgusted. It, it seriously will. And I went to a very woke college. Like I, I worked on those campaigns. I worked with senators. I wrote speeches. You know, I got awards from them with their signatures. Like I did all of that. And then like to find out some of the stuff that I know now, I'm thinking, if my younger self knew that then, she would have been so angry. Like, the fact that they're actually proposing to cut down, like, like thousands of acres of trees for, for to fight climate change, right? And then they, they propose to bury the trees. Like, what? Like, I, I cannot make this stuff up, guys. I can't. Anyway, kudos to Italy. They are not going to sell the, uh, they are not going to condone the sale and production of lab-grown meat. Uh, they have actually banned it. Speaking of things that are banned in other countries, here are some U.S. foods and um, drinks that are actually banned in other countries. Um, and they do not have the same formulas or chemicals that they do here in the U.S. So here we go. Some of these things are banned all throughout Europe. Some of them are banned in France, Italy, Norway, the UK, the European Union, Austria, Hungary, Finland, and more. U.S. apples are banned in other countries. U.S. ground beef, U.S. <coughs> chlorine washed chicken. I only found out recently that certain chickens are actually washed in chlorine. So you're actually eating chlorine and the, the, the chemical makeup of chemicals like chlorine when you cook your chicken. Like what? Uh, U.S. pork is also banned. Nestle drumsticks, craft stovetop stuffing. Wow, that was like a little, little, little. 
Fruit Loops, Mountain Dew, Little Debbie Swiss Rolls, Gatorade, Skittles, Hostess Twinkies, Coffee Make Creamer for your coffee, Lucky Charms, and Cherry Pop Tarts are among the growing list of things that are really common here in the U.S. and are banned in other countries. Moving right along, Harvard has officially been named the worst school for free speech. They scored a big fat goose egg egg of a zero out of a possible 100 by the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education. This is so sad because I was taking a test to, uh, to potentially go to their school of business. And this, this made me think a little bit. This made me think, I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that now. <laughs> you, know, you know, it was just something I was flirting with, you know, <clears throat> potentially. And when I found this out, I was like, Ugh, ugh, like, ew, why? What are you doing, Harvard? What are you doing? I, I don't know. More and the older I get, the more I feel like we're living in the Truman Show. You know that movie with Jim Carrey? Like, I feel like we're getting more and more towards if the Truman Show, The Matrix, Terminator, and what's that movie where Crocs were actually made for the movie before they were even an actual shoe. If you put all of those movies together, I feel like that's 2023 that we're living in. Like, it is just insane. Like, when I was a little girl, I could not have come up with this stuff in my wildest dreams. I really could not. Like, what are your thoughts on all this stuff? Like, seriously. <laughs> and while we're asking for your thoughts, here's the last update for world news this week. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this on a previous episode, so I wanted to um, bring it up again just in case. So apparently these Israeli scientists at the Wiseman Institute, they created a human adjacent, I guess I would say, embryo without using a sperm or an egg. And this is kind of really creepy because they are trying to perfect womb transplants as well as um, babies made in labs without the use of an embryo or uh, I mean, they're trying to grow babies just from like the stem cells uh, without using the fertilization process of a sperm and an egg. And we also recently in Britain, which we did talk about in to great detail on this podcast of using three different DNAs for this baby to help circumvent, you know, deadly diseases and, and, and deadly um, disabilities and things like that. So now we're going one step further and they were able to create this lifelike embryo to study the most earliest stages of human development in the most humane way possible to basically get an understanding of that development process and what it looks like and how it happens. Um, now, I have very mixed feelings about this, okay? And, and it's not because I'm a conspiracy theorist or you know what, maybe I am because I seem to agree with them more than the majority uh, these days. <laughs> um, but I don't know. The implications for this could be disastrous, I think, you know, just like AI. But I also think this could be coming at a good time as well when you have young people equating babies in the womb to parasites. So maybe they could use this education to understand that a baby is actually not a parasite because a parasite is actually a foreign entity in the body. Whereas, you know, a baby is is human so it's of the same species um a parasite is not of of the same species as the host so you know it's 
it, it's just a whole big thing. So what are your thoughts on that? An embryo made with a, a human adjacent embryo at the Wiseman Institute was created by these Israeli scientists without the use of a sperm or an egg. I want to hear from you. Like, I don't know. I don't know. This is just crazy. Like science is wild. I have always loved science, but I am terrible at math. So, you know, <laughs> those two kind of go hand in hand, but it is what it is. All right. Moving right along from suspiciously creepy embryos to some fun facts. So I thought it'd be really cool since we just talked about, you know, um, an embryo made without a sperm or an egg. Now we're going to have some fun facts that are about the human body that I think not a lot of people learn in school. I know I didn't. I didn't learn these until I was an adult. So I wanted to share these with you too. And maybe you didn't know. We can talk about the magic that is human life and the human body. So here we go. Did you know that your stomach lining is actually replaced every three to four days? Your red blood cells are replaced every three to four months. And then the your liver replaces itself every two to three years. So then I started really thinking, I thought to myself, wow, we really need, as a society, we really need to start taking better care of our livers, especially for how long it takes to regenerate and, and replace itself. You know what I mean? We go through such a healing, uh, rejuvenation and regeneration and repairing process pretty much every minute that we're alive. It's, it's amazing. It's magic. Um, it's, it's so insane to me. Uh, did you know that while all of the rest of that repairing and, and re regenerating and healing that's going on, your body actually replaces itself every seven years or so? Did you know that? Like every seven years, you're completely different from a molecular bodily aspect. I think that's crazy. I think that's so crazy. Going along that same vein, have you ever been to someone's house where they don't wear shoes in the house and you go, oh, that's kind of weird? Well, maybe it should not be weird and maybe we should take away that stigma and kind of normalize that. I, I know as a kid, we, you know, every once in a while we'd go to someone's house and they're like, oh, you got to take off your shoes when you walk in the door. They don't wear shoes in the house. And we'd be like, oh, okay. And then you get like, you know, a little insecure about your socks or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, you're little, you don't know. Uh, well, apparently there's a really good reason for this, okay? Apparently, according to a study and research done by the CIRI, uh, they found from their research that the transfer rate from shoes to clean carpet and tiles is between 90 and 98%. Um, so that's 90% to 98%. That is insane. So that is far more likely than not to transfer all kinds of icky unspeakable things that you probably stepped in without even knowing because it's invisible to the human eye half the time. It made me start to question like, oh, if I put my shoes under a microscope, I wonder what kind of creepy crawlies would be on the soles of my shoes. I don't even, I don't, I don't think I even want to know. <laughs> but apparently um, they distribute um, anything from carcinogens to spit, sweat, pesticides, parasites, bacteria, mold, PFAs, feces and urine, viruses, fertilizers, E. coli, staph infection, and more. Maybe we should start taking off our shoes at the door and maybe clean our shoes and disinfect them more regularly and clean your carpets and tile. Oh my gosh, like just, just researching this for this episode, I was like, I feel just this psychosomatic like need to vacuum my already vacuumed carpet and disinfect everything, just everything. <laughs> but did you guys know that? I was today years old when I legit found out exactly how much stuff 
is I mean some of it makes sense and like if you think about it really quick you can be like yeah but the extent to which we drag in from the outside world into our home especially if you have little children crawling on the rug or you have you know animals going outside and then coming inside we got to be more more into cleaning rituals all right next up on the docket is some lawsuits but we are going so long on this episode that i'm going to skip these until next week but here are some of the things that i can tell you ahead of time uh, and we'll focus more on them next <laughs> next week there are several lawsuits that you should potentially depending on your spending and eating habits be aware of one of them is a lawsuit with trader joe's another one is a lawsuit with hershey's and another one <coughs> um is a vaccine lawsuit and the last one is mccormick spices so i will go into more um detail with you guys on those next week and we're going to head into hit or miss and some motivation to carry you through the week i definitely wanted to make sure we um we did hit or miss today because I was really excited about it. I came up with it. I thought it would be a really fun brand new segment. So here we go. And I do promise that next week I will have a better setup for you guys with better lighting, sound, and blam. <laughs> All right, hit or miss. I'm going to bring up several topics for you guys. And I want you guys to tell me, is this a hit or is this a big, fat, swinging miss? <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court recently issued an emergency order. Um, this comes soon after the Biden impeachment inquiry was announced. Uh, this emergency order allows the Biden administration to interact with and censor and control the information currently being spread on social media platforms. Is this a hit or a miss? I want to hear from you. I think it would be really fun to have this podcast be a little bit more interactive. So next one. I did not... I'm a goth and I did not know this was a thing. I don't know how I didn't know this was a thing, but guys, I did not know. And now that I know, I can't unknow. <laughs> Maybe it's because I grew up in a haunted house. <coughs> I don't know. But when you grow up in a haunted house, you have a very healthy respect for things that go bump in the night because uh, <laughs> they will mess your shizit up. But, okay, so hit or miss. Apparently, there is a trend called cemetery boudoir. Okay, and apparently, it's girls and guys dressed in scantily clad, gothic type of outfits and lingerie. And they will do full-on photo shoots in actual graveyards and cemeteries. Um, <clears throat> so, is this desecration of hallowed ground or is this art? Is this a hit? Or a miss. I want to hear from you. In my opinion, this is a big fat miss. Big fat miss. Do not desecrate hallowed ground. Have respect for the dead. But that's just me. Last but not least, hit or miss. Um, amidst the same day as a 58,000 pound recall for ground beef, popular fast food chains such as Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, and others celebrated National Cheeseburger Day. So instead of foregoing it this year, they were like, well, when in Rome, hey, it's your choice if you have a burger that potentially has harmful diseases, I guess. They decided to offer one cent um, burgers at Wendy's and 50 cent burgers at McDonald's, Burger King, and more. Hit or miss? Your call. Tell us in the comments on social media. Hit or miss with Taylor Hendricks. Here we go. Oh, wait. That sounds bad. <laughs> 
right, Talks with Taylor Hendricks segment, hit or miss. That sounds a lot better. <laughs> All right. Moving right along as we talk on the fly here. <coughs> Now we're going to head into the bread and butter of the podcast, which is one of the main reasons I wanted to do this podcast besides getting to interact with my fans. It's also to get us all to be a part of someone else's survival guide someday, you know, being a part of difficult conversations to, to help each other navigate, you know, this thing called life. You know, if it was easy, everybody would do it. If, um, if success was easy, everybody would obtain it. If goals were easy to achieve, everybody would be living their best lives. But I think everything comes down to a series of choices and accountability. And that's why I've always said, all you need in life is love, guts, and gumption. Self-love to realize that you and your dreams matter guts to go after those dreams, believing in yourself when no one else will. And then the gumption to see it all through without sacrificing your integrity and letting your success be your noise. Um, and that brings me to something else that I also believe, which is you are always one decision, just one decision away from an entirely different life. You know, the life you are living right now is the culmination of a series of choices that you made just a few short years ago. So all the effort that we're putting in together now with all of these Motivation Mondays to become the adults that we needed as children and to break generational curses and stop generational trauma with us so we can pass on generational wealth, health, prosperity, happiness and success, healthy habits, um, this journey, not everybody will put in the work to do it, but we are putting in that work to achieve these things. And that's why I know that in a few short years from now, you're going to be living a way better life than the one that you are living right now because you are putting in the work. You are dedicated to this journey of becoming the adult you needed as a child. We're going on this you know, journey together as a collective community in the Taylor Army. And that's why I think that we, I have the best fan base bar none in the entire pro wrestling industry. Like if I say good morning, I have so many of you interacting with me, wishing all of us a good morning. You know, with fun gifs of, you know, this, that, and the other, drinking coffee. And, you know, to me, that's just such a joy because not everybody has that. But when you're a part of the Taylor community, you do have that. You know, I see you guys interacting with each other in questions that I ask on social media or, you know, in the question of the days that I have on my YouTube channel <clears throat> or in, you know, some of my videos on YouTube with, you know, in the comment section and so forth. And that makes me realize that. If you are a part of the Taylor Army, you are never truly alone, even in your darkest hours. Like, if you used hashtag Taylor Army or something, it was like, hey, Taylor Army, <laughs> you know, I'm really going through it right now. I could really use some positivity. Like, do you guys have any ad ad any advice? You know, and I have no doubt that at least one member of the Taylor Army would comment because you guys are so strange and unusual and positive and unique and awesome and cool and just so loyal and savage and just truly amazing. And by putting in this work every single week, we are becoming even more loyal and savage and positive and amazing and strange and unusual and just really owning our own uniqueness, right? And so today's motivation, I think, is related to all of what I just said preceding, <laughs> uh, superseding this, which is there are two things that you should never, ever have to chase in life true friends, and true love. And to me, I wanted to say this because I feel like everything that I just said about the Taylor Army and then add on to all of that, you know, just dealing with the loss of 
amazing people in our industry like Bray Wyatt and like Daphne and Hana Kimura and Ashley Mazzaro, Test, Eddie Guerrero. The, the list just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And the fact that it goes on for so long, is just so depressing. And the longer that times goes by, the less people talk about them, right? And so it makes me want to have this conversation with you guys today about why, exactly why you should never have to chase true friends and true love in this life. And I believe wholeheartedly that the people people will make time and effort for those that they want to make time and effort for, okay? Uh, they will text and they will reply to the people that they want to talk to, okay? Um, that, may, that, that may sound harsh to some people, and I'm sorry if it hurts, but it's true, okay? Sometimes people... People are not like loyal. Loyalty is temporary. People are not loyal to a lot of us. They're loyal to our need of us. And when that need changes, so too does their loyalty. You should not chase those kinds of people. Okay. Because they, they are not for you. They were riding with you, but they were not for you. Okay. Um, you shouldn't have to beg for people's attention. You shouldn't have to beg for, uh, people's, you know, time. You shouldn't have to beg for people's love, people's friendship, people's effort. You shouldn't have to beg to be in somebody's calendar. You know what I mean? You shouldn't have to beg to be in someone's circle. If you have to beg, then those people are not your people. You see what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to beg to be in the Taylor Army. You, you, you should not have to chase true friends and true love. You should not have to beg, okay? If they wanted to, they would. If they wanted to call you, they would. If they wanted to text you back, they would. If they wanted to make plans with you, they would. Stop making excuses and stop delaying the inevitable. People, people talk a lot. That's why talk is cheap. But people will show you who they are. And a lot of times it will differ from their talk, okay? Because while they're talking over here, they're trying to keep you distracted so you don't see what's going on right here, okay? You see that? You barely see anything down here, down in the corner. That's what that's like. It's like a magic trick in life, okay? But they will show you through their actions or inactions and, and, and their behavior and their distance or whatever it may be. They will show you who they are. And when they do, believe them. You are not going to change them and you should not have to chase them or beg them, okay? Believe them when they show you because they will and you need to believe them, okay? Don't, don't let people become a priority in your life who only see you as an option. You do not deserve that. It hurts and all it's going to do is continue to hurt you and to hurt you and delay the inevitable. So maybe take this this as a signal for motivation this week. Maybe take, maybe, maybe this is your signal. Maybe this is the alarm bell here for you to start, you know, taking a good look at your friend group or at your life and the things that you're going through right now. Who's, who's there for you? You know, who do you reach out to, even if it's just to say hi on a semi, a semi consistent basis, who does not, you know, do that back. You know, the person who always cancels plans with you and never recommits to plans. Okay. Maybe it's time to reevaluate and reanalyze your loyalties and 
your friend groups and the people that are riding with you, but they're not really for you, okay? The people that want to ride your coattails or the people that are constantly making you feel like you're inadequate and you're not good enough. And, you know, oh, they had plans with you, but they canceled because better plans came along. Whatever the case may be, maybe it's time you realize that some of these people are not meant to go on this amazing journey with you. This journey of becoming the adult that you needed as a kid. The journey of crushing some serious goals that the little kid you used to be is going to be so proud of you for accomplishing because they were your number one fan and they always knew that you had it within yourself. And they have been waiting silently, subliminally, for you to do this and to bet on yourself to win and to become the adult that you needed as a child and to stop that generational curses and, and those generational traumas and to pass on generational wealth and prosperity, happiness and success and healthy habits. Stop allowing yourself to be a priority for those who only see you as an option. And a lot of times it's not even the best option. Don't you deserve better? If you were a member of the Taylor Army, I already know that you deserve better. You are a human being that is worth worthy of love and worth knowing. And you are worth so much more than a piece of paper or feeling like you're alone. Sometimes people are so afraid to be alone that they don't realize it's so much worse to be around people that make you feel alone than it is to be alone. Because at least if you put in the work on yourself, if you are alone right now, you know that you're, if you're consistently putting in the work, then at least you have one person that you can rely on consistently, and that's yourself. And you have no idea how, how life-changing that realization is when you can learn to rely on yourself and you show up for yourself and you keep promises for yourself and you, you don't sacrifice your moral compass and your values and your integrity just to fit in with other people who only see you as an option. And why this relates back to wrestling is because, you know, in a hundred years, we're all going to be forgotten, you know, and we, we make, de we make decisions on temporary feelings and temporary emotions and temporary people instead of, you know, making decisions that are going to last our lifetime to make us the best versions of ourselves that ever existed. It hurts. It does. But sometimes you don't realize the weight people put on you to make you feel like you're shackled to where you are because they need you to be in that position. They need you to be a certain way. And that's why I'm saying today that you should never have to chase true friends or true love. So make yourself a priority and stop allowing other people uh, to be a priority in your life that only treats you as an option. You deserve so much better. And so does the little kid that you used to be who's looking at you to become the adult that they needed. It's time we break those generational curses and start believing in ourselves and making society a better place for ourselves and our kids and our future kids and our future kids' kids. All right, everyone, this has been the latest episode of the Talks with Taylor Hendricks podcast coming to you live every single Tuesday as part of the brand family on Russo'sBrand.com. Until next week.